Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 16th of February and as usual with all the information contained in this report it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off as always with the scores and the doors and for the day the ASX 200 rose 52.6 points or 0.69%, 7,658.3. That's about 14 points up for the week, the hard way, as they say. We have uh, an open today of 76.21.1. We had a high of 76.81.1, so a little bit lower at the close than the high of the day, which we saw first uh, in the morning anyway. Uh, we had a low of 76.19.4, which was just around uh, the opening of the market. And once again, it was the banking sector that dominated. Seems a familiar story, doesn't it? CBA up 1.9%. Westpac was up 0.8 of a percent. ANZ up 0.7 and NAB up 0.7 of a percent. The big bank basket, $202.34, up 1.4%. Macquarie took a little bit of a breather today, up only 0.3% after yesterday's big rise. We did get some numbers out today from fund manager GQG, which was up 3.3% on the back of those. That was off the highs as well. The insurers were a little bit wibbly-wobbly today. QBE and IAG results out. Uh, QBE rallying off its lows of the day, down only 1.7%, and IAG are down 3.8%. The ASX also reporting today. Uh, a bit of a expense blowout continues, down 4% there for ASX. So not a bad day for the banks, but not a great day for the insurance market today. The REIT's doing okay, nothing spectacular. We probably had the spectacular day yesterday from GMG, Goodman, which was up half a percent. We had Stockland up 1.1% today and Mervac up 1.3%. So going pretty well there. Healthcare uninspiring to be honest CSL up 0.4 ResMed down 0.6 of a percent industrials a little bit mixed Telstra down 1% we had Transurban up 1.2% West Farmers copying some good broken numbers and some upgrades there 1.7% higher Woolies not doing much Coles down half percent Aristocrat down 0.4 of a percent Tech a little mixed we had Zero, which had a cracking day yesterday down 0.4 and WiseTech down Sorry, up 1.8%. The Alltech index uh, closed up uh, 0.7 of a percent from memory. Uh, 0.6 of a percent there for the Alltech index. So not a bad effort there. But the real action today, I guess, was in resources to some extent. We saw a good bounce back in lithium stocks. Uh, Pilbara, they report next Super Thursday. They're up 7.2% today. Big day for them. Mineral resources, big day for mineral resources up 4.7%. Linus also doing well, up 4.9%. Nickel has been placed on the critical metals list by the Albanese government. IGO up 8.7%. Looks as if there was some serious short covering in some of these critical metals and lithium stocks. Gold's also catching a break. Northern Star up 3%. Evolution up 2%. And iron ore better. BHP up 1%. Rio up one2 and Fortescue up 1.1, and we even saw 
Oil and gas stocks better. Woodside up 1.5. Santos up 0.6. Coal stocks a little better as well. Uranium stocks pretty steady today. Not much action happening in uranium at the moment. We flipped over from uranium back to lithium. We had gone from lithium into uranium. Now we're heading back to lithium again. Uh, Liontown, a big standout, up 11.9% today. No news there, but clearly uh, the shorts covering in some of these lithium stocks ahead of that Pilbara result next week. All right, it was a big day for corporate news. Once again, we had that Q, uh, GQG number, 3.3% better. We also had uh, some numbers out today from ING. Not so chicken looking good for that one. Uh, down 12.5%. The outlook statement there was not particularly encouraging. A higher cost for feed, energy and transportation hurting there. And also a bit of a slowdown in some of the quick service restaurants. We would like to call them fast food, but they're not as fast as they used to be. We also had today uh, some uh, disruption in the force in the Neuron Pharmaceutical story. Down 14.2% today. Uh, this one was the subject of a short selling report coming out of the U.S. Culpa Research, short of their U.S. partner, Arcadia uh, Pharmaceutical. And uh, they were casting some doubts on the efficacy and the patient retention rates on the drug that uh, Neuron Pharmaceutical has out there called Debu. And as a result, we did see 14.2% down for Neuron. They did come out with a statement today, this afternoon, after a lot of the damage was already done, uh, trying to uh, make a rebuttal to those claims, but it didn't seem to stick, and it continued to slide from there. So uh, that was a big drop today. Uh, in other news today, also on the corporate front, we saw uh, a big gain in brain chip. It's got chip in its name, so that's always good. 47 million shares traded there. It was the biggest winner today, 26.3% higher. They did do a virtual presentation, a virtual roadshow, so that clearly uh, helping them. As far as economic news, nothing today out in our market. We did, uh, we do see this evening uh, the US PPI, which will be widely anticipated, and certainly that is going to uh, back up or not those CPI numbers we saw earlier this week. But uh, at the moment, Asian markets pretty firm. Uh, Japan heading for a all-time high. Haven't seen these sorts of levels since 1989. Uh, currently. We have Japan, uh, which uh, let's just have a look at the latest uh, coming out of Japan. China, of course, still closed for Lunar New Year, but we have Japan up 1.03%. Uh, the Hang Seng having a really good bounce back, 2.4%. And we did see some better kind of travel numbers coming out of China. Uh, there has been a bit of a travel surge, which does hint, so they say on Bloomberg, at a consumer spending pickup. So maybe some good news coming out of China over the weekend. We'll see more on that by Monday morning. Currently we've got Dow futures uh, showing a loss of around 58 odd points. NASDAQ futures though up around 31 points. So uh, that is uh, a bit of a divergence happening there. But we did see the Dow uh, going relatively well last night and NASDAQ not so well. So maybe there's a little bit of uh, book covering and squaring in that one ahead of those crucial PPI numbers. As far as winners are grinners go today, let's run through them. Brainship, as I say, were the ones that really were, uh, there was chip fever, 26.3% higher, 47 million shares. Liontown, roaring ahead, 20 million shares there, 11.8% higher.
Wildcat proving that cats do bounce. A 9.9% higher, 11 million shares traded there. IGO, a big winner. Uh, as I said, the federal government putting nickel on the critical metals list. 8.7%. I'm not sure it makes much difference to the price of nickel, but it does offer some of the producers what's left of them some support, perhaps. Uh, we did see IPX as well having a very good day today. 2 million shares traded. I'm not sure if I've ever talked about IPX before. Uh, Iperionics Limited is the code, is the company there. 2 million shares traded. They're up 8.5%. Sayona continuing to push higher, 7.8% higher. Pilbara, all those shorts. Well, it looks as if some of them covered today. 35 million shares traded today. One of the biggest volumes always is Pilbara, uh, 7.2% higher. Nickel Industries up 7%. Not sure how much they will benefit from the federal government move uh, because they are in Indonesia, uh, but uh, we will wait and see. As far as losers go today, in the naughty corner, well, Neuron Pharmaceutical we've talked about. Ingham's not love them at all. Down 12.5%, 7 million shares traded. Neuron had 3 million shares traded today. A DTL continued its fall from yesterday, had a nasty old fall yesterday, 13% down, down another 9.5% today on 3 million shares. Uh, Clarity Pharmaceutical also not doing well, down 9% today. Strike Energy down 7.9%. Promedicus, that market darling that no one ever says a bad word about, was down 7.2% today. So again, that follows a big day yesterday. Silex also rounding out the losers as the uranium price tends to be cooling at the moment, down 6.3%. Positive sectors today include, well, the banks, iron ore, lithium having a very good day, gold miners having a good day. Uh, We did see oil and gas having a good day. Uh, Old school platform stocks, real estate, REA group, a car and seek all doing okay. And West Farmers doing okay too. Next DC, 2.8% higher as well. Uh, negative sectors, insurers and telcos, I guess. The um, Telstra was the one weaker there, down 1% there. The Alltech index up 0.64%. Gold steady at 3,076. The big bank basket up 1.4%. $202.34. So much for my taking the top off the bank's routine. Uh, They seem to be charging ever higher. Uh, Bitcoin, 52,253 US dollars a fund token. 10-year yields currently, uh, let's just have a little look at those as we head into the close there. Uh, 4.19, so just blipping in a little bit higher uh, in the afternoon. The Aussie dollar though, uh, that at the moment, higher to 65.19 there for the Aussie. So uh, a little bit of strength there. And we also saw the, uh, as I say, the Dow futures currently down and we have the oil price pretty steady in Asian trade, WTI crude pretty much unchanged, as is Brent crude as well. So nothing very exciting there. As far as major movers and shakers today go that we haven't talked about, Novanix had a good day in that uh, critical metal space, I guess, uh, and Lake Resources both up 20%. ARR, which we've had as speculative stock of the day, I think it's been about three times this week this one's popped up. Uh, American Rare Earths had another 23% rise today on 12 million shares. Good name, doing well. Uh, in stocks that haven't done quite so well, we had uh, 
DHG, which is Domain Holdings, slipping 6.21%, getting some broker downgrades there. Kogan also having a, a bit of a nasty old day, down 4.8%. Uh, a few, well, let's face it, it's had a pretty good run, so a little bit of profit taking there. SMI also not doing well. Santana Minerals, Carlos's upgraded indicative category for RAS drilling saw them down six and a half percent. And speculative stock of the day is our old friend Iggy Tan, who is uh, Alltech doing pretty well. Another day, another twenty percent. They had an ASX. Please explain. They pulled the Schultz uh, with no reason they could think of, but they did do a presentation yesterday. So maybe that has galvanised the bulls. As far as company news goes today. Let's run through the big ones. QBE forecasts a slowdown in premium growth for the year ahead following a period of escalating prices and significant disasters. And uh, the share price falling 1.7%. ASX uh, net profit fell 7.8% in the first half, 24. Uh, However, I've got to say the expenses there were pushing up, although they have cut them and they are cutting staff and cutting consultants especially. Uh, GQG Partners reported 4.4 billion in net inflows, pushing the assets under management to a record high of 127 billion. And Eagers Automotive has uh, clarified some uh, interesting news around the cyber instant update. They are aware of third-party claims suggesting data published online. Uh, Deterra Royalty, uh, first half NPAT 78.7. We saw Ingham's. Well, there was a 29% increase in earnings to $254 million in the first half. did raise its dividend to $0.12. Cents. However, uh, the market really didn't like the outlook statement talking about higher feed prices, transport costs, and energy. So not such good news there. Tyro Payments, it's won a legal dispute against Kunta, securing a $10 million payout after the appeal was rejected. So some good news there. The stock was up 2.2% today. In economic news today, well, Madeleine King, the Federal Resources Minister, has placed nickel on the government's critical minerals list. And Japan's 10-year yield could break above 1% uh, before the Bank of Japan hike. Uh, European markets looking to open solid uh, around half to 1% higher there for Europe. A resurgence in travel over China's Lunar New Year is offering some signs of consumer spending pickup. More than 61 million rail trips were made in the first six days of the National New Year holiday. And analysts say the PBOC is likely to keep the MILF rate steady in upcoming policy. That's the MLF rate. Uh, and we also have seen Ursula von der Leyen calling on the EU to subsidise defence production. And this is really pretty scary, I have to say, and I was watching this on CNBC. The OpenAI announced on Thursday, that's yesterday, or last night, our time, it has expanded beyond text and images. It can now offer video generation AI for the first time. This is called Sora. What you do is you type in your desired scene, and it spits out a up to one minute at the moment high-definition clip. I saw one of the clips of puppies romping in the snow, which was created by AI with just a description of the desired scene. Pretty scary stuff, if you ask me. Not that anybody will. Anyway, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. 
Of course, we'll be back again tomorrow, Saturday morning, US PPI tonight, which will be interesting. I urge you to have a listen to On the Couch this week. It is a, quite a fun chat with Adam Dawes, uh, talking about some of his high-conviction picks for 2024. I'd imagine some of those lithium stocks are starting to appear on a few lists as well. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening, as always. Have a great evening, have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday.